0: hey everyone uh, welcome to eli the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship and today we have with us mr saurabh bora who is the founder of alyf uh, which is a platform for shared ownership of uh, holiday homes uh, hi saurabh welcome to eli
1: hi hi priya thanks for having me here uh,
0: i would yeah. i would request you to introduce yourself to our audience please
1: Great. I hope you and the audience out there, everyone's doing well. Uh, so uh, Priya, my name is Saurav Vara. I'm the founder and CEO of a venture, as you rightly mentioned. It's known as Alive. So mm-hmm. the intent is to have aspirational life. We are uh, a marketplace of holiday homes mm-hmm. where we are trying to democratize the holiday home segment. When I say democratization, mm-hmm. uh, generally we are trying to make this holiday home accessible, for people. Typically in India, out of 292 million families, only some 200,000, which is 2 lakh people own a holiday home. Mm. So if you see optically, 99.93% people do not own a holiday home. Mm. So, you know, uh, when I saw these figures, and especially during COVID times, etc, when all of us were struggling to find our own sweet spots or space, uh, you know, the I got a bit intrigued with the data and we said, let's see why as Indians, we do not own holiday homes. So basically globally, we figured out there are two larger problems to owning any holiday home is concerned. Mm -hmm. One holiday homes are generally commercially inaccessible because, you know, a good holiday home starts only from one, one and a half crore and can go up to 10, 20, 30 crore plus plus. And second, managing and maintaining these holiday homes is a big hassle. So we at a life are trying to solve these two problems. Our holiday home starts as low as 18 lakh rupees, where you can own a share of your own holiday home, starting at 18 lakh rupees. And we manage and maintain these holiday homes for you. So that's briefly about a life.
0: Hmm. Uh This is an interesting concept. Uh, I have a, question, a few questions around, you know, how does the model work? First of all, uh, owning a holiday home, like you mentioned the statistics 99.93% people do not own a holiday home. But uh, outside India, is it a common thing um, Do a lot of people own holiday home? And, uh, you know, uh, how does the logistic works Uh, in a shared ownership? uh, uh, Do you only get a paper based ownership? Or uh, can you go actually live in the holiday home? For some time, for how how long? So these sort of questions coming to my mind. Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, so abroad, obviously, the number is much higher in terms of the population or in terms of the number of families who own holiday home. India India, generally, holiday home, people do not own because we as Indians want to invest in a real estate. Once we see there are some commercial returns or at least there are no possible outflow of the cost. Problem kya hai, jesse holiday home own karte ho, the maintenance cost starts coming in. Every month there is a commercial outflow which happens. And because you're using your holiday home only for 30 to 40 days in a year, wo, you know, it's a big dent on your pocket. You feel suddenly, why do I pay 15,000 or 20,000 rupees per month mm. if I only use it for two days in a month or maybe 24 days in a year? So that is the first problem. That's why we do not want to own a holiday home. With Alive, what we have done is we are trying to cater to two kinds of audience. First, people who want holiday home for their own consumption. Mm-hmm. Over there in that model, we give a holiday home where the primary objective is own consumption. And when people are not using their holiday homes, we rent out the holiday homes on the behalf of all the co-owners so that the maintenance cost of the holiday home is taken care of. In mm-hmm. fact, there is some slight return also which people make. And there is another model of ours, which is known as smart investment model. In that, we got we get those owners together whose primary purpose is to get rental yield out of their holiday home. And when uh, no one is using it, the property is not rented out, then they come and enjoy their holiday home. So these are the two kinds of models which we have derived, which takes care of both kinds of audiences. Okay, got
0: you. Just curious, uh, how did you come up with this unique concept? Is it a thing in the West or, you know, uh, was it your brainchild? How did you arrive at this model?
1: It's a mix of both, to be very honest. You know, first, while, uh, you know, as uh, you're aware of my background, I was uh, the business head at NoBroker.com for last seven years, 2015 to 22. So I shifted to Mumbai from Bangalore and the second wave hit. Uh, I think so, Diane, when I stuck in a smaller apartment in Mumbai, that's when I realized, you know, uh, you need space for your family, especially having a two-year-old daughter, etc. So I think so, then I realized there are places like Lonavala, Alibag, Igatpuri, Goa, Kunur, Kur, Uti, where people own a holiday home, but majority of us do not own. So I think so, the idea came from there, ki, how can we solve this problem? And when I looked at Western part of the globe, uh, you know... Uh, there are companies in the US and the UK who, are, who have you know who have been able to solve this problem amazingly well though obviously they target a different tg altogether in india our target is to make holiday home accessible as as low as 5 to 10 lakh rupees with time today as a life we have holiday homes starting from 18 to 20 lakh rupees uh, this is a co-ownership or a f- smart ownership as we call it so mm-hmm. each house can have from one owner to up to 10 owners so depending how many shares you hold you get those many days. So by owning, let's say, a one-eighth share, you get forty-four days to use your property. By owning a one-tenth share, you get thirty-five days to own your property. And if you own more shares, uh, you know your number of days you can increase. And we also have a lot of customers who have high budget, etc. They rather than picking one property, can own multiple assets via a live platform. And all the property and everything is managed by our mobile app.
0: Got you. Uh, interesting concept, uh, would, would also like to know what was the interesting journey behind it. Tell your story, how did everything start hua. from a 9 to 5 job? How did you switch to and what uh, was uh, the journey?
1: So, Priya, interestingly, your journey is 9 to 5. So, ever since I graduated from Semises in Pune, I was quite clear I wanted to do something of my own. In fact, in the college itself, uh, I started working. I started working with a company where I used to sell numismatic gold coins. And it, it was like a multi-level marketing. So that's when the genre of uh, doing something of my own, making, taking care of my own education, et cetera, all started. Right. After college, I got placed in Price Coopers. With all due regards to the company, I realized that this is not meant for me. And uh, I suddenly joined a company that time I didn't know but that's how I met Sora, Banurag, and Sunil. Uh, they were starting a venture known as Four Fountain Spa. Uh, early stage, you know, shifted with them in their apartment for some time and started working from a place called Guest House, where we used to work. It was our back office and we used to run this chain of health spas. So I think so. I did that business for two, three years as a regional head, set up the entire company's operations in Maharashtra. Um, So it was never a nine to five, right from I started my career. Then I moved to Jaipur over there for a larger group, diamond jewelry group. They wanted to diversify into real estate. Again, I joined as a chief operating officer. So build the business from scratch. Same thing with No Broker. You know, No Broker, I spent seven years, was one of the early founding members, early members, and then was heading the business for No Broker from 2015 to 22. Uh, The culture which we, you know, kind of lived at No Broker, that was, Infectious. So we build the business right from, uh, you know, uh, a smaller villa in HSR to where the company is today. So my last 13, 14 years has always been working with uh, companies where, you know, I was able to do a lot of things which I always aspire to do. But it's right. So exactly. I was very clear that I uh, No Broker founder, especially Saurabh, was very, very supportive ev- ever since I started working with No Broker Saurabh and mm-hmm. one fine day, I think, so we all had a target. we will become a unicorn, become a billion dollar company. And when finally we achieved it in December 21, I went to him and said, hey, uh, I really want to do something of my own. Would you back me? And uh, Saurabh said, yeah, let's talk. And then I discussed the idea and eventually Amit Akhil also joined my journey. So all three of them are investors and mentors to life also. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all. Yeah, life took birth. So this has been my journey so far.
0: Okay. What were in, your initial few steps like after you left your job? And what were the initial series of things that you did to set up the company to find uh, founders or co founders or em- early employees, uh, the founding member,
1: and all? Yeah, so the important part is to get the right people, to get the right team. So mm-hmm. back of my mind, uh, I started thinking uh, whom to work with, how to do what to do. So in my college, I was telling you about gold, coin, business, etc. Where uh, Karan and I were working. So Karan is three years elder to me. Uh, he's based out of Bombay. So I got mm-hmm. Karan. Interestingly, he was doing something in a holiday home space on a mandate side. And I told Karan, let's build something like a life where genuinely let's solve the holiday home segment, rather than just selling it. Let's kind of disrupt the market by creating a market here. Mm. So uh, Karan loved the idea. So I think so Karan came on board. Then I started talking to the core team members and then I had Akash who used to work with me, no broker, was doing something of his own again. So got a few more people together. So I think the first thing in my mind was to get the right team. And then obviously the brainstorming started happening. And fortunately, because no broker was uh, the founders were on board, I was able to talk to them, able to think ki, kya, kaysa, and the first thing uh, was to get the right team. And then obviously we started working on the business plan. Ki kese hamko kya problem ko solve karne, kitna bada market in India, mein? market chode, tum bada kar sakte hai, Indian audience the then we started talking to a lot of consumers. Mm-hmm. I still remember ki, matlab, any Starbucks cafe wherever we used to go, I just randomly go. And used to talk to people about the idea, et cetera, about the name of the company, what problem we are trying to solve, mm-hmm. what do they think about the idea? And then we started writing the business plan. So I think, so getting the right team, thinking about the business plan, getting your numbers correct, projections, and how big is the market? Mm-hmm. Getting all those things solved was the first few steps which we did.
0: Got you. Uh, companies like LA, uh, they have, uh, at the core, it's a marketplace model where you have, a bunch of uh, buyers who want to buy homes and uh, there are a uh, lot of real estate developers or maybe uh, house owners who want to sell the sell their house so uh, when you build a marketplace it's a chicken and egg problem uh, at, at one side you have to build demand and other side you have to build supply uh, without demand supply cannot come without supply demand cannot come so kaise aapne किया पहले kisko target kiya aapne pehle house owners किया कि पहले जो house परचेज करना चाहते थे, उनको किया? how did it go
1: yaar you to know, uh, you yourself said it's a chicken egg story so i think so hum to dono work we lag gaye the humne digital marketing campaigns start to understand the market but we are in a model like ours, we are, ours is more of a curated uh, marketplace or a curated supply model. So mm. till today, I think so. our major focus is to get the right supply because we feel ki, you know in a holiday home segment, predominantly, the views from the property, the interiors of the property, etc. changes everything. India is still very unstructured. The prices are not well defined. So supply has always been very important. Plus, there are a lot of legal due diligence, Not to mention the economy is unstructured. Sometimes there are cash component involved, which we didn't want to get into. So, you know, solving for the supply was the most critical part and still is the most critical part. And today also we see if we have a right supply and uh, good property, we are able to get demand. So I think the supply is a larger problem. And I firmly believe for any marketplace, sorting the supply is a bigger problem than getting the demand.
0: Got you what what way what are the challenges that you have faced so far while building and growing this venture
1: yeah so uh, every day is a learning curve yeah priya but we are still very early in the journey and as uh, you know we call it still at day zero so we we have been facing a lot of challenges every day it's a great learning experience not only for me, I think so for the team at large because we interact with a lot of customers and uh, uh, we keep on tweaking our business model in terms of, as I said, you know, we started with smart ownership plan, which was only for self-consumption. And we were just renting out the room nights when no one is using it. But then when we launched Goa, what we realized people don't want 44 days, they just want to use it for five to seven days in a year. But they are looking at a good rental yield property with a capital appreciation. So suddenly, we had to launch an investment model out there. So I think so learnings like this, every day we learn there are a lot of legal hassles and our problem you know it's we are the first mover in the country who's doing it at this scale so you know aaj main priya take ko bolta hu ki tujhe mujhe aur eight unknown logo ko sath mein milke ek realistic property khareedni hai you'll be like boss you know is that use kaise karenge legal kya hoga kal ko aap chalenge to kya hoga ye hoga so i think so uh, it, it, it's evolving every day we are getting uh, more customers to believe in us trust transparency are the main ethos of our company. So a lot of learning as we go ahead and we are super excited and pumped. Uh, you know, We feel ki this could be a game changer for how real estate is bought and sold in the country. So we look forward for this exciting journey.
0: Got you. Uh, Apka, because your business model is unique, uh, what i am assuming is uh, aapko customers and uh, b- both buyers and sellers ko samjhane what is the concept it would it would be taking time so how do you you know uh, solve this problem of positioning and you know uh, communicating the right message to to the customer
1: Yeah, so correct so what we did is key one is obviously explaining the customers about the concept etc which takes time, you know. We do two to three meetings with each customer along with the site visit. But what we have also done is we have opened our experience centers. You know, you have, we have our experience center in Lonavla Goa. We are opening our experience center in Alibag. What we have seen is, if any customer shows interest in a life as a property, we once they you know are curated and they give us an expression of interest, which is refundable. We give them one night complimentary stay with a life property, and I think so that's a game changer. The moment a customer comes. Experiences the property, stays with us, uh, you know, uh, takes care of the hospitality. He knows this is for me. A two crore house getting at a 20 lakh rupees, still looked after. All the maintenance costs are covered. Plus I get some rental income. So experience center has changed things for us. So I think so. I'll say as we grow, we'll uh, come with more experience centers. Uh, We'll come with more houses which are live. Already in Lonavala, we have 10 plus houses which are already sold by alive. And in Goa, we are eyeing similar number very soon. So I think so. once we'll have 50, 70 odd properties which are active in these two, three markets, uh, the word of mouth will do the trick.
0: Right. Any any failures that you have gone through during your entrepreneurial journey? Oh uh, my God. Uh, every, every day. Every, yeah. day Paul, every day. Give us some examples.
1: <laughs> A difficult question, yari. you know. Uh, Failures are there, a lot of them. a Lot of them. I think so. The tricky part is uh, how do you handle the failure? You know, you you fail fail a lot while you're experimenting with a lot of things. You go wrong with uh, decisions, like selecting the right property. Sometimes you might end up buying it a little higher. That the consumer comes and tells you, "Know I, you know, uh, it could have been further negotiated, etc." So those learning experiences at an early stage we had, but I think so. Uh, be it the supply, be it getting the right demand, r- choosing the right marketing campaigns, choosing the right brand language, uh, getting the operations right, hiring the right people every every now and then it's a tricky thing. But I firmly believe in taking decisions. You know, I keep on telling my team also, it's okay to fail, you know, you will always fail 50% of the time. But what is more important is the balance 50, which you do correct. So the, I think so the tricky and the most important part is just go out and perform. Just go out and give your best, you know, always. I always firmly believe just try and control the controllables. Uh, there's hmm. some things which we can't control. So we are here as humans, jinko se effort hai. that's what we do. And, uh, you're bound to fail. You're bound to fail.
0: Hmm. Uh, aapne time to, uh, nine to five or, or rather, for, uh, full-time job Kia, uh, uske baad entrepreneurship care. How would you compare these two things? What difference is entrepreneurship mein? and a job which may be entrepreneurial in nature, but it's still a it's job. Still, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of difference. I think so. The sense of responsibility is the most important thing, you know, Priya. Um, uh, you know, whenever you end your day, you, you know, as an entrepreneur, I I keep asking myself, have I done it enough? So obviously, I think so. Uh, the stress might not be the right word, but uh, the most important thing which I've realized is the responsibility towards your customers, the responsibility towards your investors, the respons- responsibility towards your team, towards your team's family. Everyone's looking up to you. Everyone's looking up to you. So you, you have that, uh, your pride of, you know, impacting so many lives, but, you know, as you know Spider-Man movie pe ena, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. So I I, I genuinely feel that, you know, the moment you are sitting at a position of an entrepreneur, you are leading, there's people who believe in you, who believe in your vision. It's very important that you're trying to give your best. And that's what we and the core team at Alive try and do their best. Uh, and as I said, we can just try and control the controllables. But as an entrepreneur, I think so the sense of responsibility is the biggest thing, which typically in a job you have, I won't say you don't have, but still, you know, there are people above you. There are people watching you and they would mentor you if you go wrong. Uh, but here it's a little tricky, but uh, thankfully I have great mentors with me uh, who have been backing us up, supporting us. I, I go and talk to them. I really go and talk to them. Whenever I feel low, I feel disappointed, I feel upset. One thing which I do is I call one of my mentors and talk to them and talk to them frankly about why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. And that that helps a lot.
0: What would you say is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you? How do you define the term entrepreneur? Uh, okay. Let's say there is a Telawala. Wala. Is he an entrepreneur? There is a Dukandar Kirana shop owner. Is he an entrepreneur? There is a big, uh, the, the, there is a managing director of a big enterprise which has been passed on to him. From ancestors, is he an entrepreneur? How, What is entrepreneur as per you? What
1: is entrepreneur? Yeah, toh, I think uh, anyone who's trying to impact lives, who's trying to create value for others is an entrepreneur. And uh, the value could be monetary, non-monetary. Irrespective of that, anyone who goes out there Tries and create a livelihood for himself and for if there are other. So, even a Thilewala has a support uh, mm-hmm. guy, you know, Pani Pudi wala has a support guy, yeah. someone who cleans stuff. He's responsible towards them. Exactly. Everyone's life is impacted. He, his supporting, COVID, we have seen it, how bad it can get. So, I think so as entrepreneurs, the biggest differentiating factor, or to me, an entrepreneur is someone who's a fighter. You know, no matter what no matter what day it is no matter what the situation out there is who goes out and give their best and tries to create impact or create value for themselves and their colleagues team etc choti team buddy team non salaried salaried you are responsible for you know the society and your team
0: okay my final question Upne jitna not time abhi entrepreneurship. Kar liya, usme kya ko mila which is uh which other entrepreneurs can take away and uh apne mein, apne business may apply. Kar sakte what are some of the you know, big learnings?
1: You know, at Alive, life we are relatively still new, but I would give one advice to everyone as an entrepreneur at a life uh, last few months a year, what we have spent here and my previous experiences. I think so most important part is how do you handle your lows? How do you handle your bad days? How do you, because you know, not all days are good. You will never go out and come with a kick-ass day. You will have bad days. You will, you will be disappointed. You will be shattered. And you feel angry on your family. You feel angry on your colleagues, team members. You feel that the has happened with mm. me multiple times. Right. I think so. The biggest learning is, you know, there's, there's the next morning which is going to come. I think so. Uh, how do you handle your low days? How do you handle your failures is very important. No one, I don't think so. Anyone in this world has succeeded without failures. We, you know, I, I personally listen to a lot of podcasts. I've read a lot of books on biographies, autobiographies one key takeaway which I've learned from everyone is, how do you survive? How do you survive your bad days? How do you keep fighting and keep giving your best? I think so that's where the fighter comes in. And uh, my message to anyone who wants to pursue entrepreneurship in future, uh, it's a dream. It's a dream being an entrepreneur. For me, I had aspired to be an entrepreneur for longest of my time. And today I live my journey. So I keep on telling myself that this is what I always wanted to do. It might not, today might not be the best, but definitely tomorrow would be the best day.
0: Awesome. Uh, thanks, Saurabh. Uh, on this note, we will uh, close the session. It, it was a great learning experience for me for me as well and for our listeners, I, I presume. Uh, and our best wishes for a life.
1: Thanks a lot, Priya. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thank you for having us. And see you soon at the life.
0: Thank you.